Welcome back to the show, my expansive, awesome, exploring the universe friends. I'm Slade Powell, your host, and I am accompanied today by my co-host, as always, Hartley Barkley, the most amazing chihuahua with so many opinions. Today on the show, we are going to be talking about co-creating with the universe. But Slade, don't we talk about that all the time? Yeah, but now we're like really going to talk about it. I feel like we have touched on this subject before in previous episodes, most especially, I would say, in uh, the season finale of season two, Magic and Miracles with Gyan Gurung, where Gyan uh, came on and told some fantastic stories about co-creating with the universe and creating miracles, specifically while he was traveling. And I definitely recommend listening to that episode. I will link it in the show notes. But today, let's get into a little bit more of the mechanics. Like, what what is co-creating with the universe? How does it work? What are the different ways that one might do that? How does that evolve, perhaps, over time as you become better at it, as you, like, deepen into that practice? Um, as you're listening to this, you may be in a lot of different spaces. You might be in a space where you're like, that sounds neat, but what is that? You might be in a space where you're like, oh yeah, I fucking do that all the time. You might be in a space where you're like, yeah, that's working for me pretty good, but like, I would like to um, deepen that practice, or it feels like the universe doesn't always want to create with me, um, which is a very relatable uh, sentiment for a lot of people that they feel that they're trying to co-create with somebody, like trying to play catch Play, play fetch with a dog who only knows how to chase balls, doesn't know how to bring them back. Uh, sometimes co-creating with the universe can have that feeling, especially when you are someone who is like heavy on manifesting and you're like, cool, I keep asking for things, but it, I, I keep waiting for them. Um, when are they showing up? So this episode is going to get into some of that. We're going to get into a lot of different, um, I, I, I'm going to say levels, I guess, of co-creating with the universe and surrender because those things are invariably interlinked um and we are going to actually start today with some akashic records content i channeled this and was like oh this is this is where we need to start today this is like the juice and the basis for this entire conversation so i'm gonna open the records and then after they're closed, I'll, we'll come back and uh, talk more deeply about how this practice works. So let's do that. The records are now open. As human beings, how can we find greater ownership of our position as co-creators of our universe 
and a greater sense of surrender to the part of the co-creatorship that belongs to the universe. You can know that you are whole. At once a part and piece of the whole thing, a whole being, the whole universe itself, but also a whole being on your own. It isn't one or the other. It is both and each other. You feel the resistant weight of submitting to someone else when you don't understand your role in the universe, or in this partnership, for that matter. When you do understand it, it feels even, easy, even keeled, and open. Responsive is how the universe starts to treat you like you are responding now to stimulus you refused to answer to before. Like someone calling your name and you just don't respond versus someone calling your name and you turn around and look at them. That's the difference between trying to do it all on your own, denying your part in creatorship, in creationship, with everything else. Or you turn around and respond to the universe asking for your attention to something so that you can create it as one together. You are much, much, much more powerful than you imagine you are. You simply aren't looking at your co-creators most of the time. When you try to do it all alone, it's like an actor on stage or on film 
attempting to run an entire movie alone by themselves doing the hair their makeup their screenwriting their blocking their setting up the camera to point at themselves there's no director to tell them things and what's working and what's not there's no audience there's no someone to get them coffee it is all them and that is how many 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 of you run your lives as if there were never a production crew waiting in the wings to support you people who want that job to work with you this does not only apply to big things and projects that require if you will other humans to do them too it also means listening to what other people have to say in the little items the daily life stuff it means letting humanity and creatorship of the universe bring you joy on a daily basis literally allowing the universe to turn your head to see something that brings you joy and that's it it's all it takes to turn your life around your day around your energy around just a little more joy can do wonders and that's surrender surrender is it is the listening for the input from something else guiding you from someone else touching you in your heart and saying something meaningful even if they didn't mean didn't mean it to be so deeply meaningful when it hits you surrender is opening to the unknown and to that means to unknown experiences only there is no great void of the unknown no desperate clingy version of you that must survive in the vast wasteland of the unknown it is only you being in a place you haven't been before and working it out easily and with help and with guidance in the form of universal indications easy the 
the signs, the messages, the intuitive nudges, they're all here. They're not going anywhere. You can rely on them to continue showing up for work every day. Easy. This part. This part. It gets to be easy. Life is hard enough for living. Give yourself a break. And just listen for once in a while. For once in your life, perhaps. Just be the one who lets it be easy today. And that's it. The records are now closed. Okay, so fucking amazing, right? I liken that particular channeled piece there, how the records really addressed the space that feels like I have to do everything on my own. Like, I, no one is coming. It's just me. The universe is just like a dead pile of rocks and space, and I do everything on my own. And that is a very relatable space for a lot of people at different times or for your entire life. That is the space of creatorship, of I do everything. It is an empowering space for many people to be in, in contrast to um, a total lack of ownership of one's life or feeling that you have any ownership or ability to create your own life many people also live in that space the space where they feel that they have zero say in what goes on in their life and they are at the mercy of circumstances constantly and again all of us have moments in all of these spaces in different parts of our lives where it is very easy to end up in that space if you have a lot of circumstances that are fucking around with your existence if you are listening to this episode though which you are, because, hi. And that really means that I feel most people listening to this show have a experience of living that is not exclusively in a state of um, shitty dispowerment when you don't have any say over your life. Um, If you are, hi, welcome to the show. (laughs) You found your way here, and I hope that it works for you. 
but I want to bring to light more that space of um, there's creatorship and then there's co-creatorship and creatorship is the space of I write my own life. I have total sovereignty over myself and nothing gets done around here. If I don't do my part, if I don't do everything and I feel that there's a real clever difference here of the difference between creatorship, uh, which I'm going to, for the purposes of this conversation anyway, say is the I do everything kind of mentality versus co-creatorship, which is I have a role here. I have an important role here, but I don't do everything around here. Co-creatorship is where instead of being that actor in the uh, metaphor that the records used, who is running around doing everything, trying to get their own coffee, run to direct their own play, while also running the cameras and the lights and everything and acting, um, instead of being that person who is trying to do everything in co-creatorship, you recognize you have an important role to play in a big ensemble production that is put together not entirely just by you, but by other intelligence forces that are working together with you to accomplish whatever it is that you're doing. And this is easy to see, I think, in projects or in a space where you feel that you have a beginning, a middle, and an end to something. Um, Our lives also have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Most of it is middle. And that can be harder to see until we get to the end. Like, well, how did that go? And how, what did I see happening? So I feel that it's, it's very helpful and important to look at our lives as we go through them and see intentionally where we are being helped and where we are working with other intelligence forces that are helping us but also where we are helping other things like you're a force in other people's lives too. And this co-creatorship works in partnership with the universe. You are a partner, like a very important person in the making of your life. No one else is doing your life like period, like not like you are. And so you are probably the most important person in making your life happen the role of the universe though is sort of like if i do my part and you which the universe is also you everything is one thing if i do my part then you do yours i create my role in the universe and the universe's role is actually very different. Like you can't do each other's jobs. You can't have you. There's a a space that some people come into where they have come from a space of feeling very disempowered, and they hear that well, you don't have to do it all your own. You know, it can be easier, and they're like, sweet, and immediately try to like just say, cool, I don't do shit around here. <laughs> the universe does everything around here, and. That's just the flip side of the disempowerment. I still don't have any control over my life is what you're saying when you do that. The 
space of co-creatorship is not that. It is a very empowered role of, I do a lot around here. I keep everything going. I've, I'm the one paying the bills. Like I'm, if you are, if you want to manifest the lottery, you got to buy a fucking lottery ticket, my friend. The role in co-creatorship of the human being, your job description, if you will, is to set your intentions clearly, to clear your energy. We have an entire episode this season on clarity and energy clearing. So if that is a confusing space for you or you don't know what I'm talking about, please go listen to that episode. Also will be linked in the show notes. And then to take action on your messages, your intuitive guidance, your however you receive from the universe, your job is to clear yourself so that you can easily receive those messages. Be clear with what you are requesting with the universe. Surrender all attachment to those outcomes and then take action on the intuitive guidance that you receive. That's it. It's very much like being an actor in a play, in that you come in as prepared as you possibly can be, and then your job is to, like, take direction. The universe's role is effectively to do every other fucking thing. The universe brings people into your life that you need to work with or meet or who will help you along your path in some way or another. The universe brings you new experiences. It brings um, resources that you're going to require. It directs you to things and spaces that you didn't see coming, perhaps, or that you did. It tells you the timing for each piece of the journey, each step along the way. When it's time to do something, perhaps, that you know that you need to do, but it doesn't seem right yet, it'll, you'll know when it's right, when the universe tells you. The universe is in charge of casting. It's in charge of direction. It's in charge of making sure that there is coffee. <laughs> Metaphorically, I guess, you still do actually have to go to the cafe and buy a coffee. The space of co-creatorship is a beautiful one. It is a dance. It is a play between the roles of the universe and the roles of the human. It's a gorgeous space to have the privilege and honor of being a part of and as you deepen into that practice into that way of relating to reality there is this participatory surrender that arises in that experience which personally i find incredibly juicy and is my favorite part (laughs) The participatory surrender is when you realize that you don't really do that much 
around here. Your job is very important. You still do it. You show up to work every day with the universe. But there is this space that's like, I have literally thought like, man, I do so fucking little around here. I am embarrassed to think that I ever ran the place, that it was ever only just my job to get shit done around here. Like, what <laughs> How? What a beautiful little thought I had, and how arrogant that was back then. There is a strong humility that comes with this. This is very different, again, from the disempowered space of I don't run shit around here, or... Um, the universe, like I give myself to the universe in a, in a disempowered way. That's like, I refuse to continue. I still refuse to run anything around here. Um, uh, but the universe can have everything. Participatory surrender is the true embodiment of co-creatorship and of true surrender. It is... This is my space. Everything here is mine. Everything is mine. And nothing is mine. I am one with the universe. Everything is me. But also I am everything. So I am nothing. There is a oneness that is incredibly beautiful that comes with this space. There is a certain sort of stay-in-your-lane-ness that helps make it work, too, which is knowing your role, knowing your function in this partnership and fulfilling it while being careful to not try and do everything around here, letting the universe have its space, not try to micromanage uh, universal consciousness. <laughs> Like we know better, <laughs> which many of us try to do. I feel like that's a lot of what many common manifestation practices are truly doing when you get overly obsessed and attached. The attachment really is the, the key to what makes it not work so well. When you get very attached to the outcome that you are summoning from the universe, like a short order cook, I need my eggs and I need them exactly done this way. The universe is completely capable of giving you your eggs any way that you want them. And when you get very attached about it, the attachment is the thing that the universe is now talking to you about. Hey, buddy, buddy, that's not going to work. I need you to be a little less attached so that we can actually get some shit done around here. And so the universe might bring you different eggs. And your job with the intention that your job now is to look at those eggs and go huh well i detach from my attachment to having the eggs that i ordered and there's a huge amount of service available to you in letting go of the outcome i find that in when i'm in a state of participatory surrender it is a i'm constantly manifesting but what i am manifesting becomes very different my order becomes different it is less i need my eggs you know done exactly this way and it is more please bring me the most beautiful heartwarming 
and nutritious breakfast that will fuel me for the day that is coming to me. Which is a very different prayer, a very different manifestation, a very different way to interact with the universe. It comes from a state of surrender of, I know that you got this. It comes from a state of partnership that is actually interacting with my partner, not with a unseen force I desperately hope is going to be there for me, not with something that I don't truly believe in, not with um, something that I don't know really how to talk to, but am trying my best, which many people, that's how a lot of people interact with prayer and manifestation period. When I'm surrendered and able to give up my attachments to the outcome, I'm talking to myself effectively in the form of universal consciousness. I am interacting with a intelligent force I know understands me, know, knows everything, and I know is doing its best to bring me exactly what I need. And so my job as I am requesting outcomes is to continue course correcting my heading so that I can keep us moving in the right direction. To use a different metaphor, um, if I am the helmsman of a ship, the universe is the ship and the universe is the ocean and the universe is the captain giving orders. And my job on the helm is to keep us moving in the direction that we need to be going. Co-creatorship and participatory surrender in general are synonymous with a flow state, with living in flow, with being so connected to a person that you can almost read their mind, with being in a space where the energy in the room just vibrates and it moves, where you're in a space creatively with other people where it's like the ideas are just popping off. You're just building something so fast and so creatively in directions that really work. And that is how it is working with the universe as a creative partner. It is amazing. Cannot uh, suggest it enough, frankly, as a uh, life way or a uh, fun way to spend a Saturday night. And that practice has an incredible reflection in your emotional life, in your relationships with other people, in every aspect of your life. It is a very even-keeled way of living. It is much easier to become very easy with the content of your reality when you have a an empowered relationship with the foundation of your reality. Meaning, if you know that 
you have this partnership, this co-creative relationship with the universe, with source energy, with God, with the divine, all, I'm using all of these things to mean the same thing. When you have a co-creative relationship with the absolute foundation of what this universe is, and you know that it is all working for you, it becomes much easier to be with and be responsive to whatever shows up in your life as the content of your reality, as the stuff in your reality, the relationships in your reality, the work life in your reality, the people in your reality, the problems in your reality— challenges become much more interesting, frankly, when they stop looking like, God, why am I stuck with these circumstances? And they start looking like, huh, what is the universe bringing me this to learn from? What what lesson is here? What am I doing here? Like, where's the juice inside of this thing now? And I'm not saying that it becomes painless. Life is not painless. Easy does not mean painless. Easy means easy. It means feeling a sense of ease and peace in your life. You can have peace and pain simultaneously. And let me tell you, I would rather have the pain in life while feeling peaceful than have the pain in life while feeling disempowered. So, What is your role in the co-creatorship of your life? How do you define your role and yourself? How do you connect with the universe? These are real questions for you to ask yourself. Journal them if you want to. Talk them out with a friend, whatever. Answer for yourself. How do I connect with the universe? What is my current relationship to source energy, to the divine, to my reality. Who do I think I am in this play right now? And who would I like to be in this play right now? The more you drill down into this, the more you can use these lessons that the universe teaches you to greatest effect. So, with that to chew on, I will see you guys in the next episode, and keep exploring. My friends, thank you so much for joining us for this episode today. This is the last season of The Art of Being. And thank you so much for joining myself and my co-host, Hartley Barkley, for a beautiful time together. You can stay connected with us through the email newsletter that is ongoing and where you can find what's going on here with us, me and Hartley, as well as channeled content and other insightful news. 
Sign up for the newsletter at sladepowell.com. Thank you for coming on this journey with us through the podcast. And as always, keep exploring, my friends.